0: Hey, it's Chris. Um, first of all, apologies for how long it's been. I know it's been ridiculously, ridiculously long since I did a podcast. Uh, sorry about that. I have been sick. I have been busy. And we're gonna talk about all of that stuff in this episode. Uh, let's talk about the sick first. So I did actually get COVID a while back here. And uh, it, it could have been worse. That's for sure. It wasn't great. Uh, you know, like I didn't go to the hospital or anything like that. But it really it hit me pretty hard there for like a week. Uh, especially one day I had like 105 temperature and uh, couldn't get hot. Or uh, Excuse me. I was hot and cold all at the same time. Couldn't get comfortable. And, you know, I had like a splitting headache. Sometimes I get migraines anyways. This was like worse than my migraines. It just wasn't fun, you know. And on top of that, I was obviously out of commission in terms of creating any content as well. So that was too bad. So I do have kind of a good excuse for not having a video up here the other week. And also, I guess, add that to the list of excuses for not having a podcast episode out. But uh, I'm feeling much better now, which is good. Uh, I actually recorded what might be one of my favorite videos ever uh, just here recently. And I'll just go ahead and tell you what the title's going to be. I don't want to give away the whole thing. It's going to be something similar to apps for building your wealth. And this is kind of a near and dear episode or video, I should say, for me, because you guys know my backstory by now, probably, especially if you're a podcast subscriber, you know, started with the business, you know, when I was at a job that I hated, Uh, you know, it was a blog, long story short, Google changed their SEO uh, ranking algorithm traffic dried up overnight um and at the same time i've recently been like fired from my job and uh, my wife and i decided to invest uh, our retirement savings basically into you know starting the business as a you know re- redoing things as a video venture starting from scratch and it was crazy fast forward several years you know we started the blog in 2012 went video in 2015 and uh i've learned a lot and like i talk about in this video uh you know I went from being somebody who rented to somebody who owns a home, somebody who worked for somebody else, to somebody who owns a business and is their own boss, uh, somebody who had zero assets to somebody who is trying to acquire assets and even creating some assets. Uh, Business is certainly an asset, among other things. So um, what I share in this video is, yes, some apps and some services uh, to help you build your wealth, but it's so much more than that. Uh, it's like a framework for actually like understanding wealth because wealth isn't just being rich um, we talk about that you know I, I spend a good portion uh, of the video not too much like if it doesn't bog down it really flows well uh, I spent a lot of time on this on uh, talking about just you know money and happiness and how they're really not as correlated as everyone's led to assume uh, it's just for me it's not just a useful video it's an important video for people I I really like when I've like been down a path and figured some stuff out i like being able to pass that on and share it with people and you see that from time to time on the channel in fact i should tell you i'm sort of kind of sort of thinking of rebranding the channel to be something along the lines of tech for people on the rise or something along those lines because this is a passion of mine i think you've seen that bleeding through in a lot of the recent videos and content and even in the podcast you know, for me, it's not just the tech. It's always been about what can you do with it. And sometimes I kind of bog down with like, here's a review of this thing, or should you buy this thing or the other thing? You know, there's so much content. There's so many channels out there that, that already cover that. And I feel like something that's really unique that I have to offer is some of the insight that I have, uh, from wanting to do something with my life and, and using the tech to do it and being able to pass on some of those things. So I, I don't know, just we're, we're waiting for sponsorship approval here. There is a sponsor for this video. It's a very related sponsor. It dovetails perfectly, which is the best kind because it's win-win for everybody. But, but I can't wait for this one to come out. Maybe today, hopefully by the time that this is edited now, it'll be up there for you to go check out. So really excited. I will say I recently bought some plane tickets, made some hotel reservations for something that's swiftly approaching that is happening uh, around... I want to say June 6th or so. <laughs> so uh, looking forward to that. Something you guys should probably look forward to as well. Here's something that I do want to talk about, though. Um, I am officially, all but officially, almost officially, basically officially, developing our the first app for daily tech. And so this is something I'm really excited about. Something that's been in the works for a while. We're finally pulling the trigger on it and I'm not really ready to reveal what the app is or what it's going to do, Um, but it's gonna be a real app, an actual native app, and it's not something that I'm coding, Um, so we're hiring somebody to put this together for us, Um, and it's a little bit more than just an app. It's not just an app. It's really cool. It's it's gonna be very different than anything out there, and for some of you a little bit familiar too. All I can say is if you like daily tech, Then you're gonna like the app. And you know, from a business perspective, it makes sense for us to develop this because or get it developed, I should say. Because, you know, we're often viewed as an app channel. One time I was talking to, I think it was Jonathan Morrison at at an Apple event a while back. I was like, I'm not sure why I got this invite here. And he's like, Well, you're the app guy, right? And I was like, Oh, well, like is that how people perceive me? Because that's not how I perceive myself. This is a couple years ago, but I think people really do perceive me that way and probably it's no wonder you know some of our most popular videos are the app focused videos it just makes sense to not be promoting only other people's apps all the time but to actually have our own in-house product or app that we can share and promote as well i can't tell you it's going to be free we're not doing any kind of subscription or uh, in-app purchase uh, schemes or anything like that Uh, it's going to be free to download and free to enjoy which is cool i'm excited about that I know that I one of the biggest pieces of feedback that I get from people are like, man, it's paid or there's a subscription for some of the apps that seem like really cool to people, which, you know, honestly, you do get what you pay for in some circumstances that counts for apps too. And also, you know, these developers, a lot of the developers that I feature, they're small, they're indie. They're not some big mega corporation. And this is how people are making their livings. And when you pay for these apps, it goes to support them, right? And, uh, so, you know, I think that a lot of the apps that I'm featuring, if not all of them, really, if they're paid probably worth paying for if you find value there. Right. So there's that, but in this case, this is just a fun app that I think you'll get a lot of enjoyment out of something you can check probably somewhat frequently, but it's very different. So I'm excited to be able to share that with you. So right now we're in the process where we're working with the developer, giving them, you know, some design files. Uh, you guys probably remember maybe that I went to school for, design college never finished college I was studying uh, graphic design and I had a semester left uh, but got married I I was already entrepreneurial back then started you know several businesses even while I was in college and that's a big part of of the entrepreneurial thing if if I had known then that I was going to end up doing what I'm doing now I would have been like what Uh, it's crazy the the turns that life's takes you on I'll just say that. But yeah, luckily, you know, this is an instance where some of my old design skills will actually be useful, come into play, uh, because I don't do a lot with my design skills these days. Um, In fact, I'm really glad. Nothing against anybody who's gone into design. I'm just really, really glad that I didn't end up doing anything with design as my job. So much happier doing what I'm doing now versus what I went to school to study, to learn how to do. Look for that. Um, I don't know when that's going to be coming out. I think we're going to get started on it with the actual you know, coding, the development in the next maybe two to three weeks. And then I don't know how long it's going to take. And then, I don't know, we'll, we'll have to do a submission to the App Store and everything. And it possibly isn't going to be that long. It's not that far away. Uh, so, yeah, something to look forward to. For you and for me, I'm really excited. It's a lot of work on our end. We have a lot to do. Uh, to get the app ready it's going to be chock full of really cool stuff now i just mentioned design it's been so long since i did a podcast episode that i can't believe it's been so long but it's been in between the last episode and now we've released some wallpaper packs that was one other thing that i did put some design skill to use for <laughs> was creating some daily tech wallpaper packs I don't know if you've seen them yet. They are selling pretty well. I'm pretty happy with that. You know, we release these packs, they're like four bucks each for a pack, and you get uh, a bunch of different options with the, we, with each pack some are mobile options some are for your desktop for your iPad yeah I, I, it was kind of an experiment I didn't know if people were going to want to download these if people were going to be willing to pay for them but it turns out yeah a lot of people are really into these of course you may have caught uh, I did a little tutorial for the announcement video where I showed you how you could create a, a cool wallpaper on your iPad using Affinity Photo and walked you through a process to make one that was kind of similar in style to the iPad Air pack that I put out. So we've got an iPad Air pack and it's got colors that go with all the different iPad Air colors. That's honestly been one of the most popular packs that we put out. You know, I didn't know when I was putting these together. And some of them have turned out not to sell very well and some it's very clear which ones people are the most into. The top seller is the Shades pack, which is really I would it looks kind of simple, but but it's, it actually wasn't super simple to make, but it's uh these gradients that are just killer. I have to say, I really like the colors here. There's a blue to green one. There's like a yellow to, to pink with an orange in the middle. Kind of reminds me of Zune branding, actually. Uh, there's like a pink to teal. There's green to red. Um, anyways, there's some really, really great gradients in the shades pack. And honestly, It's kind of nice and simple and it fades into the background where some of the other designs are a little more complicated so i get why that one's so popular let's see what else is uh, the ipad air 2022 that one's also quite popular one called aqua has been pretty popular uh, and i think my favorite which is somewhat popular it's probably in the top three is called nebulous it's the one that i've been using most uh on my own devices and i got it set up to automatically switch the wallpaper based on my focus modes you probably saw that video And I've got that set up with the nebulous pack. And so anyways, that's something you could check out. It's good for your iPad, your iPhone, your Mac. It's gonna work on all those. Speaking of Macs, um, I did want to update you. I I ordered a new Mac. I ordered it out of necessity. Now this is funny. I I made a a video a while back talking about ordering this 14 inch MacBook Pro. I never actually, I was going to, this was like the specs that I was gonna order and stuff. And I didn't end up pulling the trigger, you know, because for all the same reasons, I'm just a normal consumer just like you, right? Sometimes Apple sends them some stuff, but people don't realize those are usually loaners. You got to send them back. So it's not like, you know, hey, free product, right? Which is good. I'm glad Apple does that. Not all companies do that. And I feel like the reason Apple does that is because they don't want it to be this perception that people are being paid off, whether it's in money or products for for good opinions on stuff. So I, I feel like that's an integrity move there. On the other hand, there's other ways to reward people, <laughs> let's say, that I've potentially seen um, happening in the industry uh, outside of that. But anyways, yes, yes, yes. I'm just a, a normal consumer just like you. So so I order stuff when I need it, right? And I, was, I decided to get a little extra life out of my 2018 uh, 16-inch MacBook Pro, which is starting to fall apart on me, I hate to say. I push this thing hard all the time, you, you know, because just like you, it's like, well, okay, if I get this now, I might regret it because this other thing is surely coming out in just a matter of months. And should I just wait for that? Uh, and so eventually, you know, I fell into that same trap with stuff. And what happened was my 2018 six inch MacBook pro, it just got, it's getting to the point here where I couldn't even handle just the normal editing workflow that, I, that I had going on. It's just taken a long time to crunch. As I put it, my video timelines, Um, It's really noticeably slowing down on me. So it got to the point, (laughs) I, I put it off for way too long, honestly. I saw the studio, the Mac studio, and that really intrigued me. And I just came this close to pulling the trigger. And in fact, I probably would have ordered it. But by the time I looked at it, the shipping times were like ridiculous. I, I really did have my eyes on that. But then I ended up going with the 14 inch MacBook Pro and I maxed that sucker out with all the bells and whistles because I want this thing to last, you know, for a while too. It's funny. I am downgrading from 16 inches to 14. Why am I doing that? Well, I do. If I'm going to get a laptop, I, I kind of want it to be portable. You know, I went with the 13, uh, the iPhone 13 Pro, not the Max. And I'm always, you know, on the fence, like I almost alternate every year. I get the smaller one and the bigger one and vice versa, because whatever I don't have is like, no, that's I want the other one. This is so crazy. This uh, there's always this Robin that tries to fly into the the window here when I'm recording videos. I don't know what it's doing, but it's trying to get in right now. So I got to go over and scare it away. Okay, crazy thing. I guess it's desperate to be featured in a video or on the podcast wants to get interviewed or something you know in a perfect world you would have like the the desk set up and a mobile setup you know but no one does that in reality right with two computers and stuff really so I decided to get something that was mobile still and if it's going to be mobile I want it to be really mobile this 16 inch is still for as cool as it is it's it's a beast to lug around you know it takes up a lot of space and so yeah I mean I, I appreciate that I can basically almost get everything that I can get on the 16 inch with the 14. So I'm, I'm really excited for that to come. The problem is whenever you customize like this, if you don't get like right off the shelf components and internals, it's such a delay right now because of all the production issues. So this thing's not coming. I think it said until what? Jul- July, is this right? July 6th at the earliest or something like that all the way until August. Something ridiculous or maybe it's July 22 to August 7 or something. I I don't know. It's forever. I'm going to totally forget that I ordered it. Um, And then, as you know, if you've ever ordered something from Apple like this, uh, they don't charge you until it ships. And then you're like, what was this huge charge? Oh, right, 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 right. By the time I get it, (laughs) almost surely. Uh, And I ordered this thing weeks ago now. Um, It's almost for sure there's going to be something else like right around the corner or just announced or something. I'm gonna be like well crap uh, but you know you just got to pull the trigger when you need it and right now I need it uh, the, I can barely stand making a video on this old 2018 now and I don't know what happened I don't know like what the corner was that it turned and it was like I'm not doing this anymore I'm sick of making these final cut videos for you Photoshop open it at the same time no uh, Lightroom no it's just like rebelling against me and uh, I almost like dread the edit when when in reality, I've got everything set up to be a pretty smoothly running machine. You know, if I need to run five cameras or six, you know, cameras and plus a screen recording or something, you know, great, pop it in. And if I had a faster computer than what I got right now, it would just edit like butter. It's just, if you've ever done multicam stuff, it's just a matter of switching between the angles. You hit, you know, one, two, three, four, five, and literally that's how you switch the angles once you get it all synced up. Man, it, it just... It just takes forever to process stuff. And then, you know, God forbid you add in like some stabilization or optical flow or any kind of effect or something, you know, then you just know, well, I got time to go do something else for a little bit, you know. And and so really materially, this is going to make a huge difference for my actual workflow, uh, which as I was discussing it, you know, with the wife, it it was just like, yeah, it's time. You know, it's going to make a huge difference. I held out long enough. Um, go ahead and do it. So very, very excited. I know a lot of people sort of have come to think of the channel as an iPad focused channel. You know, that's not how I would classify it. (laughs) Things really go in, uh, in waves. You know, there was times when iPhone content was the most popular. There's been times when the Mac apps videos have been the most popular. Um, when comparison videos have been the most popular lately, it does seem like a lot of the iPad content has been more popular in the channel. It really does just go in waves. And, uh, with this new MacBook coming, you know, I'll do some content around it, but I think you guys, if you pay attention, you're going to start seeing a shift away from just the Apple stuff itself to the things that you can do with your Apple products. And, uh, I'm kind of excited about that because I have more to share. I feel like than just, um, Hey, should you buy this? And I just happen to get my hands on it before you. So I'll give you a a little heads up, you know, you know, I'll let the other people really handle that stuff, I think. I think I have more unique, positive content to share. A lot of people, that's something that people always tell me. I feel like I hear from people all the time, like, thanks for making this video. And it it really, it means something to me to hear that from people. Like, I needed to hear this. No one else is gonna tell me this. This information is so valuable to me. Thanks for sharing it. That's the kind of stuff that I've been hearing, the, that kind of feedback on some of the latest videos, the, the stuff that is more about helping people rise um, instead of just helping people buy. <laughs> I just want you guys to know like that really matters to me. It, it's a special place in my heart to like help people out. Um, so I feel like that's the kind of content that I wanna make. I, not that I'm gonna like totally get away from, hey, this is really cool, because I just geek out about the Apple stuff. That's why I started this channel in the first place. I'm sure that's never going to go away, right? It's just I want to start adding in some other stuff um, and approaching things from some new angles and, and helping people accomplish more than just helping people make a purchase decision. Does that make sense? I never know what uh, what you guys want to talk about on here or want me to talk about. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like it's the smallest minutiae and I'm like, who would be interested in this? Uh, but then people are like, where's the podcast? You haven't done the podcast. You're like militant, angry, podcast. So I will talk about this (laughs) even though it's like, who would be interested? I rearranged the office recently, okay? And I really like the way that it turned out. Uh, What I did was I moved the desk off of the wall. I moved it back a little bit and it's in the center of the room sort of, but pushed over to the side so that it's underneath the window a little bit. Um, So it's sticking out into the middle of the room, jutting off from the window. The reason I did this Well, there's a couple reasons. Number one, who likes to be pushed up against the window or the the wall? I don't know how that became like a default thing. You know, I think people think I'll maximize the space in the office by pushing stuff up against the wall, but then you you actually don't end up using anything in the middle there, you know? And for me, sometimes I shoot up there, like like I film up there and it's such a boring shot to just shoot stuff up against a wall. Space is everything when it comes to video. If you have a lot of space... Things just look better in terms of you can use some nice lenses that compress the background really nicely, get this nice, creamy, blurry bokeh, you know, happening. And uh, you just don't get that when you're straight up against the wall. Uh, so I wanted more interesting shots, number one. And if you go back and look at maybe the last three or four or five videos since I did this, you'll notice like there's some better shots. And if you're like, I've heard some people are like, Chris, you're killing it lately. These videos, are they're feeling different, looking different. Good information, and a lot of that feel is just I just rearranged the office, and also you know I take the time to go set up and light the shots um, more than I have. I got this little four pack of magnetic lights from Aperture. They're a couple years old now. They were like the hot thing when they came out. It was like five hundred bucks to get these four lights, and they're wirelessly charging, and they have this little kit, this little case you can stick them in, and they got some filters you can put over them to diffuse the light. Uh, but those are really handy. They're mobile, obviously, so they go everywhere. And and if you see some funky colors, I've really been lighting up some of the shots with those. Um, the funniest thing it does is it turns my hands weird colors, uh, but it sort of gives a sci-fi look and sets apart from, I think, just every little shot that you see on a channel like MKBHD or something where everything's just nice. You know, MKBHD sets the standard for, like, um, clean Realistic shots with crazy equipment and stuff, you know. So this just looks a little different. Uh, one thing I found a while back, there was a YouTuber who recently quit making videos for one of the big Apple channels. going out on his own. Uh, one, he asked for some advice. He was like, "Well, what now?" You know, and uh, gave him a little bit. But uh, one thing I probably should have told him was like, "Be yourself, no matter what. Don't fall into the trap of trying to be somebody else." Like for instance, so many people, I think, in this sector they try to be mkbhd or be lou or be somebody else that's big you can't do that you got to be yourself you have to it, but then it's scary because then you got to be original you got to come up with your own stuff because it's easy to copy but when you copy you crash and burn and this is applicable in every aspect of your life it's not just youtube right uh the coworker that's around you or something the second you start copying somebody else then you also almost quit existing everybody because you're not standing outing you're just blending in but when you do your own stuff when you are original then there's no playbook right to copy and that's the that's why people fall into that trap that mistake i think because they're like they see something that's been successful and they're like well that's my roadmap that's my blueprint that's what i'm going to do the problem is uh like i've been saying it's been done and nobody cares then so uh it's scary to do it yourself cuz you can't copy and you're you're coming up with stuff you know on the fly uh, but that's what you got to do just for the record i guess i'll share a couple of the other things um that i did share with this person uh because i get asked all the time like chris you know i want to start my own youtube thing like what do i do okay and i i talked about this from time to time um i don't love talking about it because i feel like there's other more interesting things for me to talk about but you know for anybody out there who who also is like oh, i want to do it you got to stick with it for five or seven years if you're going to see it pay off most people expect overnight success or like put a month in or, or something and, and you're going to have 100,000 subscribers. No. Okay. You got to stick with it five to seven years. You got to do it when nobody's watching and that's when you're going to learn anyway. So you don't want anybody watching um, and you have to stick with it. You have to decide ahead of time. I am not going to quit no matter what. And if you can't do that, don't even start. So there's that. Uh, I would also say you got to pay attention to the 80-20 rule, right? This is such a powerful thing in all areas of life where 20% of your effort or employees or name it, 20% ends up you know handling 80% uh, of your outcomes. So that's definitely applicable, I think in YouTube, where like 20% of your content really floats everything because it's getting 80% of the attention and also revenue. Um, so you got to pay attention to the stuff that's working. And don't waste your time on the stuff that's not. That's a hard thing to follow. Also, for anybody doing YouTube or, or any kind of content creation, whatever it is, you know, if you're writing, uh, if you're a big thing, whatever your platform is, Twitter, if you're doing threads uh, or newsletter stuff, if you're doing podcasting, TikTok, whatever it is, you have to diversify your income. And I've told you why a million times. In case you missed it, when we were doing our blog we had no diversification and we almost crashed and burned wow that little robin is back i gotta go scare him off hold on it's like he's dive bombing my window it's it's got a shade over it too It's a black shade he can't see in. does he hear me talking i don't know he's almost like a mascot he visits me every time i'm in the studio okay chased him off once again you know um i'm gonna keep this one sort of short and to the point i don't have any crazy apple tips or anything to share at the moment because you know that's one of the things that bogs me down like I feel like I really have to make this podcast something useful and valuable to people but I also get the feedback sometimes like people just like the conversation right they're like you're you different when you're on the podcast because you're just talking and it's not a script and I just I go back and forth between like what do I want this podcast to be and what I really want it to be is what you guys want it to be and not just something you know there's part of me is like turn this into something like another branch of the business and, and really attack it and turn it into like have like have a business plan to get the sponsors and whatever. And part of me is just like, man, this is the one thing that I just enjoy just sitting down and just connecting with people um, as if they were sitting across from me. And so I don't know, I I'm just going off your feedback. So please continue to do that because this is a lot easier when there's no script and and they're not under some immense pressure to uh, deliver something super useful and valuable, um and get something that can be clipped up five different ways uh and, and turned turn into a bunch of content so so give me your feedback I, I do enjoy doing this and i would do it more often uh if this is what it was if you guys like this conversational thing sometimes i like that because i listen to podcasts mostly in the car not exclusively not only but uh i like to fire up and see what's new and then when there's a good one it's like oh yeah nice uh, from from whoever and then we hang out while i'm riding around you know so if that's what it's like you know just give me the feedback and, and i'll just keep doing this you know i'm not really worried about having to make some money off of this i just like the connection so all right thanks for hanging out uh, look at look forward to all this stuff there's a lot of cool stuff happening here with daily tech and i'll catch you guys in the next one later